Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. All right, it is Loud and Local right now. I'm talking with a band called Lilith, and uh, they have an album called Post Deus. They have a couple shows coming up. And then August 31st, a uh, house show in Tacoma, which is, uh, you know, ask around. You'll find out where it's at. But the Charleston, <laughs> July 8th at uh, in Bremerton. Guys, Lilith, welcome to the show. How you guys doing? Hello, doing hey. well. It's doing good. Right on. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So uh, starting with you, David, what's your name and what do you do in Lilith? Yeah, so I'm David. Uh, I play drums. I I do a just just a little teeny bit of singing also. Cool. All right, who wants to jump in? Uh, I'm Sawyer. I do uh, one of the two guitars in here along with uh, Justin. Awesome. Uh, I am Asa. I play the bass, and not much else. <laughs> right on. 
I'm the vocalist. I'm Garrett. Cool. Right on, guys. Well, thanks for coming in to uh, to the meeting and, uh, you know, do, doing this interview. And um, can I get uh, someone who wants to hop in real quick and just kind of give me a Cliff's Notes version of like the what's the origin story of, of Lilith? Um, yeah, so uh, go. What, what? No, go ahead. OK, so this uh, this band sort of came out of another band uh, that I was supposed to play drums for. Garrett was fronting and Justin was playing guitar for. That was about five years ago now. Um, and then things just didn't work out with that for one reason or another. But uh, me and Garrett kept playing together with another guy named Greg who unfortunately passed away a couple of year and a half ago, something like that. Um, so rest mm-hmm. in peace, Greg. Sorry but uh, the rest of us sort of converged. I think we've had Sawyer in the band for what, like four months now, something like that. You made your, yeah. your live debut. Sawyer and Asa both uh, are the newest, but the rest of us have been at it for, well, me and Garrett have been at it for four years, basically as Lilith. Everybody else kind of came in over time, but we we did the album. Tracks from the album were written as far back as like 2016. Wow, is that right, Garrett? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was in I was in another band um, that broke up in 2016, and we weren't supposed to. We weren't really supposed to break up, but like two people quit, and it just kind of fell apart. Sure. And a couple, two of the Lilith tracks are like remnants from that, and the rest of the the record post AS was like built off those two songs. Okay, cool. Nice. Right on. Well, uh, so if you don't mind me asking, where, do, where does the name Lilith come from? It's stylized Lilith with a period if you're looking for it, like on Spotify or something. That's the way it's stylized. But pronunciation, Lilith, uh, where's the name come from, guys? Neon Genesis Evangelion, baby. We are cool. weeb trash. At least me and Garrett are. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the period... The period is is a shout out to a really good band called Lilith. If anybody's heard of them, so they of uh, course, yeah. Shout yeah, out to they, Jason from uh, Fever. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Uh, yeah, we were hoping that the period was gonna like help our our SEO, uh, not realizing at the time that it, that doesn't register on search engines. <laughs> so. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's just a cool thing. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, um, okay. So you get the band going. Um, so I see, you know, I, a couple of the, the t-shirts you guys are rocking, you know, a poison, the well hoodie, Kubla Khan shirt. Uh, you know, were you guys going for just like really like having you kind of metalcore style? Was that, was that kind of the vision? Dude, I'm like, so I'm the songs on post AS. I was the primary songwriting force for, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm 30, right. 31, yeah. I guess. So like, um, early core is my thing that's that's what i love so uh but yeah well is one of my favorite bands along with bands like walls of jericho and martyr ad and stuff like that so that's that's where a lot of my influence comes from and a lot of modern bands too like kublacon and code orange and harm's way like that stuff like that sorry we're on the radio it's all good we are not <laughs> live it's all good oh, well man. you can uh, you can probably tell i like metalcore too i'm wearing a dying wish hat so oh yeah right on yeah um so okay cool guys well um 
what do you guys think about like the current like it's like a it's like a renaissance of metalcore you know you stick around long enough uh, and and something's cool again you know how's that how's that feel to see the rise of of you know retro metalcore back it's funny i've almost gotten shy about saying metalcore i've i've like straight up pivoted to calling ourselves metallic hardcore because Uh. I feel like I feel like the metalcore terminology, like people hear that and they think like, oh, you sound like you sound like architects or um, bad wolves or or whatever, which I mean, I didn't, and no shade against those bands or anything. That's just like that's not our vibe. That's not mm-hmm. what we sound like. So mm-hmm. if if I use the term so, metallic hardcore change the definition of metalcore the last four years, apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't we don't, we don't have like gent parts or anything (laughs) um but i'm very happy with with all the bands that have kind of become prominent lately um i'd say you're a little closer to like the shy halud than the than the architects you know in my opinion but yes i appreciate that's that's what we went for (laughs) that was the goal Um, Uh, i do i do like the renaissance happening um it's it's good to hear chugs being cool again yeah i mean even even when it was kind of dead it wasn't so yeah, like I've true. I've been going to like like I listen to I listen to hardcore just as much as I listen to metalcore and I've been mm-hmm. going to DIY hardcore shows for as long as I can remember and like I don't know they're like even in like 2010 when like I don't know like I, I, you know there there was metalcore bands playing that were good mm-hmm. that were like of the old of the old guard of the old sound that like they they just didn't like it was all down at a lower level. You know what I mean? Sure. Like it didn't, it didn't pop off the same way. And so like now to see it pop off is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it, it, it's one of those things that feels like it never went away to the people who were there. It's kind of like, you know, you talk to like older people about records and stuff and they're like, Oh yeah. Like it's so weird that people collect record sound. It's like, if you come from punk and hardcore, like records never went away. It yeah, never stopped. Exactly. totally. And so, it feels the same way about like metalcore coming back full speed to me anyway. So I never went anywhere. It never died. (laughs) (laughs) True. So I just reading up on your band a little bit, you know, even in in your bio and everything, the imagery, your song titles, it's pretty obvious. You guys aren't Bible thumpers. Uh, (laughs) So where did the, where did the, uh, where did the influence the, the idea to kind of be super anti-religion and, why don't you kind of, um, you know, just tell me a little bit about that. Um, so for me, like lyrically, this record was kind of a, um, I started writing about like some socio-political stuff and that's kind of what I was inspired by in the beginning. And I really wanted to get away from some of the personal content that I was writing with my old band. And I started diving into that. And as I started to write these lyrics about, war and the state of the world and like America's place and all that and stuff. Like I found myself like going back to religion is like a root cause of a lot of problems. And like the, uh, I guess like the overall ideology that it puts on people in things like manifest destiny or like, you know, believing they have like the right to, to destroy the earth or whatever for progress and what have you. And like, that that kind of stuff it just kept sending me back to like this anti-religious tone and growing up 
growing up Christian and then like abandoning it uh, as a late teenager is kind of what I went through. And um, I, I have a relationship with religion, I guess. That's like kind of toxic. It, it kind of yeah. put a bad taste in my mouth once I once I found my way out of it and realized what it quelled and what it what it stopped me from thinking as a teenager. And I feel like my mind opened up a lot after that. And so this record, as it kind of, um, I like to say that it kind of like devolves from like a socio-political outworld world analysis into like a uh, kind of an introspective view, like based on that, that anti-religiousness, like it's all kind of centered into that. And by the end, you're, you're diving into like concepts that I think are difficult, if not impossible for religion and like um, existentialism and nihilism and like how those things can like inform good behavior in humans. Hmm. Okay. So. David Sawyer. Asa, you guys agree? Yeah, I, yeah. I personally am also... They're like, no, no, man, I'm hella Christian, dude. <laughs> I'm a post-religious person. <laughs> I, I don't know so much about Sawyer, but I would imagine three three of us, myself, David, and, and Garrett, probably, I know we all have our own weird little stories about growing up with just weird little things that would happen to us as a product of religion and just the way it rubbed us rubbed off on us in like a really weird way and then growing up to be an adult and looking back on those things and just realizing like that was kind of messed up and i don't understand how more people don't realize that i guess yeah i mean i grew up mostly non-religious so to slowly be exposed to it more over time uh really framed it in a lens of 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 oddness as it was you know slowly injected more or less throughout my life um and seeing people make decisions based on something that was more or less alien to me at the time definitely yeah, gives me a frame of reference that makes me land in the, the same kind of state of mind uh, as the rest of us here. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's funny. When, when we were writing this, to, to me, in some ways, like, the record is, is a snapshot. Even though I, like, I didn't write the lyrics, but I was, you know in Garrett's vicinity as a lot of this stuff was coming together. And it's kind of a snapshot. Like I've, I feel like I've softened quite a bit on some of my more edgy atheist tendencies that were like raging sure, sure, <laughs> while sure. we were putting the whole thing together. But uh, that's, that's not to contradict anything on there. <laughs> yeah, um, and really, like, I mean, to, to go on what David just said there, like, yeah, I, like the, the, I don't know, like, the anti-religious, like, I don't know, there's, like, an alienation that comes with that because, like, still 70-some-odd percent of people in this in this country are Christian, right? And, like, you know, it's it's not to say that, like, people who are bad or whatever, anything like that. And, like, I wouldn't call my views edgy. I just think it's just that um, people people should take a step back and if they if they look at what they believe from like a philosophical point of view as if it's not like the only option or the only thought process out there like christianity like isn't a bad thing in that way you know like the philosophical concepts that were taught by people like a lot of them are okay but a lot of them are really not so between those two things i just i i think people should take a step back and look at that rather than you know accept what they have going on there and if you haven't taken the time 
to invest in any other schools of thought, whether it be another religion or just some philosophical ideas, then like you're, you're missing out on like a whole world. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys being, you know, uh, upfront about all of this. Obviously, you know, if you if you take a look into any of of Lilith's, you know, lyrics and, and imagery and your bio and stuff, it's it's all up there. So I'm just curious. I'm always, you know, I interview, you know, bands, uh, you know, that like I interview metalcore bands that are Christian. I intercore, I even interview death metal bands that are super satanic. You know, I interview people that are, you know, n- have no stance whatsoever. So I'm always just curious where people are coming from as far as like the lyrical, you know, inspirations and stuff. Uh, but um, so you guys have the album is uh post Deus. Um, it was released in 2021. Uh, did you guys um finish this during the pandemic or was this uh <laughs> <laughs> yes it was mastered like the the day that the stay home order went into effect or something oh, is that wow. right yeah we were we were <laughs> decade sound in in tacoma getting it mastered and i got a i got an email from my work basically saying hey don't come back for two weeks like, oh <laughs> i guess this is serious yeah it was it was like literally the next day like everything shut down after after it got done Oh yeah, that's right. The two weeks, um, shelter in place, just, uh, yep. everything will be fine in two weeks, you know, just, <laughs> just don't yeah, worry. That, that you know? Right. That's, that's where we thought we were going. We we're like, okay, the curve, two weeks, no big deal. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> well, we're not going to put this out for a month anyways. Well, you know, that's what we were thinking at the time. And then, you know, it really started to go downhill after that. So just don't come into work, just bang your pots and pans for medical workers. And, you know, we'll just <laughs> not about that. Sing, imagine oh, yeah, all the dude. people, you know, and for the, for the like, first couple nights, I like, I like smashed a China symbol on our back porch when they, when they would come back. That got old, that got old quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the record came out during the pandemic. Um, I guess, how did the pandemic affect you guys uh, as musicians, as a band and stuff? Did uh, did you guys still practice? Were you guys able to work on new material? How did it affect you guys? Yeah, <laughs> pretty badly. <laughs> so me, me and Garrett and Asa all live together. Okay. Um, so from from that side of things, it was it was kind of easy jam sessions were able to happen in the garage and whatnot yeah. uh personally like i was literally like in la getting ready to do south by southwest i, I was playing for this other like, singer songwriter dude and yeah so that like because i was i was going on tour a lot pre-pandemic um and obviously that all came to a to a grinding halt but like for us uh it shifted our focus to doing music videos very nice. very rapidly all of a sudden it was like well that's like literally all we can do um outside of trying to do some kind of you know like broadcasted uh stage performance type thing yeah, which, like, yeah. you know a couple bands made that work early on but i also got over that relatively quickly the the code orange stuff was cool Yes. yes, they really they really knocked it out of the park with that, and they elevated on such a short notice too. Yeah, but they had like a lot more budget available, <laughs> so and and, and they had hate five six behind the the camera. So yeah, yeah, Sunny, they 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 had they had a lot of synergistic factors going on there. Plus the fact that they were like already about to go on tour and had their whole stage mm-hmm. show prepped for that. Yeah. And anyways. So yeah, we we just we made a bunch of music videos. <laughs> cool, nice. And it got depressed inside us. a lot. 
in terms of our live performance the last last month or two because we had a lot of time to really get this stuff tight. Also. Yeah. Mm. Well, and also like I hate to be a downer, but like I, I think for the sake of our band, it's important to mention like Greg passed during the pandemic, and like that that was like you know we we had to take a step back at that point in time yeah. and give ourselves a little bit of room to breathe before we got this back together and. Like, I don't know, the the isolation in conjunction with David and I living together, because at the time it was just me, David and Greg, right? And Asa lived with us too. Asa engineered our record, by the way. Mm, I always like awesome. to mention that. Yeah. So he, he mixed it, recorded it, everything. So, awesome. um, and then joined the band after the fact. So mm-hmm. anyway, with all that happening, like it kind of gave us some room to breathe and accept the things that had happened and figure out like pragmatically over time, like how to move forward, like in, in terms of like actually moving forward and like emotionally doing so. Yeah. Wow. I imagine that was a, a heavy, heavy, you know, few months and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, Sawyer, how did you join? How'd you, how'd you jump aboard the, uh, the Lilith train? Yeah, um, I've known David for a really long time. Uh, we became friends right after high school. Um, and uh, they were looking for a second live guitarist. Um, and I have never played anything approaching metal before. I've usually been in uh, little alternative rock bands, and I write my little pop rock and have a good time with my synthesizers. Yeah. Uh, but David said they were looking for someone with this because uh, I had seen him at his wedding, actually. And I was like, hey, awesome. if... Uh, if you need extra guitar on anything sometime, let me know. It'd be good to play together. And he's like, well, there's this band, uh, Lilith, that uh, I'm playing with, actually, that's starting to try and do live shows. Um, so I, I tried to learn a couple of them, and it was a, a, a new style for me, but it was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, they, they, they let me through after a couple tryouts, and it's been a, a ton of fun doing the shows so far with them. Yo, getting okay. exposed to the whole team. <laughs> I have to give Sawyer so much credit because, like, oh my god, we 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 tried probably what six other guitar players before him. That, it was it was so many, like so many people came through like one time and just didn't pass the vibe check or like weren't weren't completely there or anything, and it was just you know. Like, and they were they were all these dudes who had been in like hardcore bands for for years. And they were just like struggling through the songs. Meanwhile, Sawyer, who's like never alternate picks at 180 BPM in his life, <laughs> comes in and just like puts in the dedication for two weeks, grinds on the metronome, and like is pulling everything off now. So like, nice. There you go. I yeah. Don't don't sell yourself well, short, my dude. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, I, I I got really bummed out during COVID and didn't play guitar very much for like the first year there so it was kind of my my coming back to guitar really strong was just like hey you know i'm gonna play faster than i've ever played my whole life to get this thing down so it was a it was honestly like motivation to to come back to guitar strongly right at the right time so that's awesome so coming from you know an outsider to this you know hardcore metal and stuff just like being total blind spot and coming in and playing in this this what do you feel? How do you feel about the live shows and how do you feel about people, you know, fighting the invisible ninja in the pit and all of this stuff? It's got to be so foreign to you. <laughs> it is, but it's been fun. And uh, everybody in the band has been really uh, helpful at, at 
educating me because you know i don't i don't want to go through this blind i don't want to be the the alternative rock poser boy in the metalcore band sure, right sure. so uh you know i early on uh, <laughs> made me a playlist of of songs that i should have a listen to i've got a <laughs> you know i've got a book that i'm working my way through about the american hardcore scene so i have a little mm-hmm. background and uh man the shows are fun yeah people are throwing around and kicking a little bit more than the little alt rock shows but um uh, every everything's been positive vibes at all of them so far um it's it's cool to get to understand the nuance of heavier genres like this a little bit more and then i get to you know appreciate the writing that i'm fortunate enough to play through yeah. that lens as i'm learning more too right because like this is the only metal core or the only real metal i've ever played so now to yeah. get to understand what the other bands are doing a little bit better too yeah. uh, is, is tons of fun so <laughs> And I think like, uh, you know, coming from a different background will give you a you, you you guys a fuller sound and maybe round out, you know, like if everyone's coming from the same place, then, you know, maybe everyone's speaking the same thing and it might, you know, sound, you know, too similar to other stuff. If you're if you're coming in with different influences, you know, you have you have new ears and new ideas, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be fun when we um, we're we're talking about recording some new stuff pretty soon here too. Cool. Uh, so that will be uh, you know the first stuff that I'm actually on record with Lilith on um, as long as we we do that as planned. So uh, you know it'll be fun to see how that all shakes out. Awesome. Well, uh, we're actually going to go into one of the songs from Post Deus. Uh, we're going to go into uh, let's see here. We're going to go into Misled. Uh, and anything you guys want to say about this before we jump in? Um. Live, we have a sick Metal Gear Solid <laughs> sample for this song. Okay, nice. That's uh, it's very goofy. Here's Lilith, it's Loud and Local on KISW. We'll be back with more from Lilith. Here is Misled.
selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Uh, that was misled by Lilith from the album Post Deus, uh, and they are actually going to be playing. And then August 31st, the Hammerhead House in Tacoma. Ask around for the directions to that one, and you should be able to find out. So uh, just curious about, you know, since this is a Northwest-focused radio program, uh, starting with you, uh, David, again, uh, what's your favorite or a couple of your favorite Northwest bands of all time? Could be current bands, could be long gone bands, doesn't matter. Ooh, uh, oh my. Well, the Melvins were yeah. one of my first loves from when I was like literally three years old. My dad was playing the Melvins for me. Awesome. That's a cool dad. Um, yeah, dude. I used to like run around the living room and like windmill before I, like, I didn't even know how hardcore dancing was or anything. That was just like what I like felt oh, that's natural. Just, that's just kids washing around. Yeah, that's just kids. It's a honey bucket. Honey bucket was my favorite song. Nice. Um, 
other Seattle bands, shout out Kaizo, shout out Is Luna. We played played a few shows out of town with them a couple weeks ago. Uh, also a big fan of Spur. Okay. He's got a demo out. Um, Filth is Eternal is probably my favorite hard band Great around band, here yep. right now. Yeah. Uh, that full length that dropped is, is sick. Um, yeah. There's a million others who, who I should shout out, but I'm going to forget. But <laughs> Garrett, Asa? Uh, my favorite Northwest bands of all time. Number one is uh, Trial, without a doubt. Yeah, uh, incredible. Yeah, Trial's a very important hardcore band, and uh, I, th- I think they kind of changed the face of the music for a while, and uh, very enlightened. If you haven't heard of them, you should check them out. And then uh, a band that didn't make it quite as big uh, called Cowardice. Uh, mm-hmm. I became really, really close friends with the vocalist of that band over the years. And he, uh, that, that band sparked, it kind of like sparked me to start playing music. No lie. So, um, those would have to be my favorites. Trial and cowardice. Right on. Shout out to Greg and Jeremy equally. Yo. (laughs) And Asa, what about you? I mean, uh, as far as local bands currently around, um, I think last time you got asked to shout out a band, Bat Bands in a podcast, you totally missed Lion and the Sloth. And oh, yeah. I would feel bad if they don't get their, they're, they're just, they're, I, I don't even know how to describe them, but they, that was an experience when I finally got to see them live. But like, awesome. I, don't know, I was, I was a grunge guy growing up ever since yeah. I was like four years old. And I think my earliest musical memory was just to be cliche with Nirvana, like, yeah. and like all, all, all that stuff. But then, um, I don't really keep track of the local scene for years. I, um, after high school, I actually went to school for music, but I did classical. Mm. So I'm a saxophone player. So I guess I'd be remorse to not shout out my man, Kenny G. Who's from Seattle. There you go. He's a Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch, uh, see, do you, are you familiar with the black metal band called Imperial triumphant? They just had Kenny G on one of their songs. Really? (laughs) That's pretty cool. Yeah. Kenny G and his son, um, are that, on, that dude can shred. Yeah, they're right. both on the new Imperial Triumphant song and music video. They're both wearing like gas masks, playing saxophone through it. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that out. That's yeah. cool. Imperial Triumphant, check it out. Uh, Yo, Asa, who's whose record did you mix recently? Oh, Torn. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Tor- I did the, we did the Torn record very recently. I guess you you had them on. Very I recently. did. Yeah, I did. We live with their we live with their their now bass player. Taylor. Oh, nice. Taylor. Yeah. Cool. Right on. And Sawyer, what about you? Favorite Northwest uh, bands of all time? Yeah, um, I mean, one of my favorite Northwest bands is not hardcore at all. Uh, oh. But I, I love me some Harvey Danger. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, great. As far as uh, hardcore bands so far that I've gotten introduced to locally, uh, some of my favorites we've played with so far are Self Deprecator and Rainbow Coalition Death Cult. Both. Cool. Uh, just Rainbow De- Coalition Death Cult is awesome. Yeah, they 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 rock. Uh, Self Deprecator uh, also is awesome. Some of the 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 coolest, most complex guitar I've seen in a hardcore three piece like that live. It's super impressive stuff. That's awesome. Right on, guys. Well, uh, you know, you guys uh, coming up here on a couple shows. Do you guys have uh, any more plans for twenty twenty two? We're working on booking a uh, a quick tour in September. So. Hopefully that uh, manifests. We're DIY kids, so doing it ourselves. So you know that comes with its own trials and tribulations. But if anything, we'll we'll 
end up at least getting a few cool shows out of it. Awesome. Right on. What's the hopefully, best way? To, hopefully, oh, new music sorry. by fall. <laughs> hopefully, new music by fall. Right on. Right on. What's the best way to support you guys? Um, probably picking up the record on Bandcamp digitally. Bandcamp's an awesome platform. Uh, I think if uh, any of your listeners don't know about it, they should check it out. It's the it's the best way to directly support artists. You can purchase digital music, stream it from their app, use it like any other streaming service, and you'll find stuff on there that gets buried and buried deep in Spotify and Apple Music. Definitely. We also have shirts and hoodies. I think just a couple left on there, but we have a new merch order coming in soon. The design is pretty <laughs> extra. <laughs> Hope you like that anime titties. That's one way of describing it. <laughs> anime t- Okay, nice. Right on. Cool. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go into one more song here. And uh, again, just to mention, July 8th at the Charleston in Bremerton. Uh, Lilith is going to be playing. And then also August 31st at the Hammerhead House in Tacoma. Uh, the post AS is, is out now. This is what we're playing the songs from. And uh, we're going to go into uh, part two. Uh, any final words for Loud Local? Thanks for having us. Yeah. Appreciate it. Absolutely. My pleasure. Kickbox, Kickbox in the pit. There sure you go. <laughs> it's part two by Lilith here on Loud and Local.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.